Welcome to NBA Storytime. I'm Jamel Johnson. Today, let's reminisce about a man who would never turn down a dare. A man so confident in his skills, he did amazing feats for pocket change. Hit this. Tape, I mean. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the wildest thing you've done for a dollar? I know in high school, I sold crack cocaine. Let's talk risk versus reward. You sell crack like I did at my high school. You might get millions of dollars or you might wake up in prison. It's crazy illegal, but it might be worth it. What if you can't do that type of time? What if you're not built like that, but you are built like a basketball player? A cool basketball move has always been worth something. And for my boy, Jumpin' Jackie Jackson, he would break you off for just one quarter. So first things first, I'm not talking about the Jackson 5 Jackie Jackson, though he did love basketball. From out of Indiana like bees from a hive, can a little known team call the Jackson 5? We shiver your timbers till all of you fall. The Jacksons will beat you and say, basketball. <laughs> Quick note on what you just heard, uh, that's from the Jackson's first TV special, and if you ever wanted to see Bill Russell and Elgin Baylor having a fucking blast with little Michael, throw that clip on. I would also tell you that Bill Cosby's in this, but legally I'm not allowed to say that. Anyway, the Jackie Jackson we're talking about is one of the original Rucker Park legends, and a Harlem Globetrotter. Though I'm positive he's got a better intro for himself than I do. Jackie Jackson, so nice, said a name in twice. It feels like the vibe of basketball nicknames has changed since the early days. Maybe because there's way less pimps in the league now, with the exception of Will Barton, who is the 10-time consecutive reigning pimp of the year. Jackie Jackson grew up in the basketball hotbed of Brooklyn, New York. Now, NYC was absolutely stacked with hoops talent in the 50s and 60s. Playground pickup games were sometimes as good or better than semi-pro contests. Don't believe me? Well, on Jackson's high school team, the starting five were him, future pro baseball player Tommy Davis, future basketball Hall of Famers Lenny Wilkins, Connie Hawkins, and some other generic creative player from 2K1 named Tony Stromboli. Inside to Hawkins! Six minutes to go in the ball game. Hawkins now with 15 points. Jackie was one of the first people on earth who realized that jumping during a basketball game could be useful. In college, he was known for jumping over opposing players on fast breaks. He averaged 20 rebounds a game and was the first person to ever dunk at Virginia Union University. The next person to ever dunk at Virginia Union was Ben Wallace. Look at Ben Wallace with a windmill follow-up foot. His play was good enough to earn Jackie the 41st pick in the 1962 NBA draft. Now you have to understand, the 60s NBA was still very white and didn't necessarily pay very well especially for a fifth-round draft pick. The league was still stuck on looking corny as hell while you played. Hence, the two-handed static shot. Good teaching of basketball fundamentals have been largely responsible for its great popularity. 
The stuffy NBA didn't want anything to do with Jackie's high-flying fast pace, so Harlem Globetrotters founder Abe Saperstein personally recruited Jackson to tour with his legendary team. So Jackson became a Globetrotter and told the NBA to suck his balls through his draws. <laughs> In the summers, the Globetrotters' hella schedule slowed down. This freed Jackie to link back up with Connie Hawkins and the gang from Brooklyn to take on all comers in the Rucker Park tournaments. In just a few years, the Rucker Park tournaments had attracted the best local kids, but also pros and semi-pros from around the country to Harlem in order to play for pride and for the love of the game, meaning absolutely no money. NBA megastars like Walt Bellamy and Earl Monroe played in and watched the games when they could. This is where Jackie began to make a name for himself, by challenging the biggest kid on the playground, Wilt Chamberlain. I'll let Connie tell it on NBA TV. So we had a play that we would make Wilt shoot the jump shot and Jackie would come over and block it. And we had the play set up perfect. Wilt went in and turned, shot a jump shot. Jackie came from the weak side and quartered it right at the top of the, of the backboard. And the crowd went crazy. People were running around the place and jumping off the fence and almost jumping off the ceilings and stuff. And it was just phenomenal. This is actually the first time in history that people lost their minds at a basketball game. I'd like to go on by saying Ball is Life owes Jackie Jackson several million dollars. But I digress. In that same game, Jackie would dunk on Chamberlain, helping to cement his street legend status with yet another one of the all-time hype moments. And if him dunking on Will Chamberlain wasn't enough, Jackie was one of the first ballers to start naming his dunks, including his specialty, the double dewberry with a cherry on top, which is also a great way to describe finger waves. There's no footage of Jackie doing the double do, but Connie Hawkins described it, and I'm gonna do my best with sound effects to impress upon you the magnitude of this slam. Here it goes. On a fast break, he'd take a pass at the foul line and jump towards the basket. While he was going forward and up, hanging in the air, he would lower the ball down to his waist, raise it over his head, lower down again, raise it back up, and then slam in a doink. In modern basketball parlance, that means he double-pumped, tomahawked it from the free throw line. So yeah, damn. Maybe Connie was drunk when he told this story, but it sounds like something out of NBA Street. Slam dunk excitement, extravaganza! But all that, the rebounding, the globe trotting, yamming on Wilt, none of that is the reason Jumpin' Jackie Jackson got his nickname. His origin story is best told by the man himself on Nike's Dunk TV. Ed bet these guys that I was the highest jumper of all times. So we go to the park, we get a kid to climb the pole to put the cord on top of the backboard. So Ed looks at me and says, Jack, get the quarter. So uh, I just jumped up and touched the top of it and got the quarter and came down. And that's how the legend started. The man left 13 feet in the air for 25 cents. What's my point? What's my final summation, if you will? It's that being ahead of your time fucking sucks. This guy is jumping out the gym for a damn quarter. Meanwhile, Tony Stromboli is out here riding John Havlicek's dick to glory in the league? No, fuck that. But then again, this wasn't about the money. It's about proving to everybody at the Rucker, everybody in New York, everybody in the world that you're worth watching. 
and Jumping Jackie Jackson earned his nickname. For what it's worth by today's standards, that 25 cents would have gotten him a shoe deal with Nike. Or at least Anthony. listening to NBA Storytime. I'm your host, co-writer, and stretch three on the floor, Jamel Johnson. Harry Swartout is our producer, co-writer, and a man heavily invested in rec specs. Daniel Hardigan is our script editor and the guy who mops up after people who fall down under the basket. Devin Shepard is our associate producer and the only one who makes sure we all get on the bus on time. Thank you, Devin. Haley O'Shaughnessy is our consulting producer and leading the league in bench points. John Yales and Peter Moses are our executive producers, and they also insisted on calling their own fouls. Real good to you guys. Got an idea for a story you want us to tell? Leave it in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll put it in front of our podcast homeowners association to see if we're allowed to make it sometime in the future. And I'm not repainting my fence. NBA Storytime is a Blue Wire podcast. Catch you next time. <laughs>